0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 AM Please visit kpulpit.co.za Hello our listeners uh, from all over and perhaps even all over the world We are. It's a really a great privilege to be speaking to you again And um, as we had said in our previous week We are going to be talking about Christ-centered recovery and restoration for this month. And um, today we have uh, a wonderful guest with for us with us, uh, Trevor, and uh, he has a consulting business in construction, and he's a pastor. And he's going to be sharing with us some of his experiences with regards to a Christ-centered. Recovery and Restoration. Very, very welcome, Trevor. It's so good to have you with us.
1: It's great to be with you, Frederick. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Mm. Yeah, so Trevor, you know, it's always very interesting to hear how somebody landed at the place where they are. And uh, you have been in a, in a Christ-centered recovery and restoration group for a while now. How did you get to that point?
1: Well, Friedrich, you know, um, I always have this, this thing about, you know, I'll, I'm always asking the Lord, how did I end up here today? Mm-hmm. I even ask him, how did I end up on this program? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I think it's God's providence, you know? God's providence leads us through many things. Yeah. Now, um, even when our house burns out doesn't mean burns down doesn't mean that his love and his purpose for us doesn't continue. Uh-huh. Continues through those things. Mm-hmm. So um how I ended up here, I always wanted to help people. Mm. And in wanting to help people, I discovered that I myself needed that help as well. Mm. I too am broken.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, thank you trevor so you you're a pastor as well. How long have you served as a pastor?
1: well when, I, when, when people call me pastor, I think it's more like a store, but I, uh, we, we we ran our church for for five years, and our pastored um, a biker's church mm. and then we decided with another biker's church, oh we' doing the same thing, so let's let's just take the whole congregation over and just put everything under one umbrella. And and as life could have it, I was there for two years, and then uh, I stumbled on Solidarity Recovery, mm. you
0: know,
1: a Christ-centered um, how program.
2: Did, how did that happen?
1: Uh, it was during lockdown, or should I say the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, the churches are locked down, but how can we help people? Mm. And then I met uh, somebody we knew about this program, and I said, I would like to see what it's all about. Mm. And uh, we found that even during lockdown, we could interact with people in their homes, you know, and, and, and um, doing this, this program mm. for some of those
2: recovery. Mm. So it, the CR program is about people with hurts, hang-ups, and habits. Did you join it just to help other people, or did you join it also because of your own hurts, hang-ups, and habits?
1: I must admit, um, I've never heard of celebratory covering. And um, when somebody told me about it, I I was really intrigued and I thought, well, this could be something that we've been looking for for a long time to help people, especially they said it was a structured program, you know, and it was quite centered. And that put my ears up because uh, there are lots of programs out there that are are just, you know, recovery programs, mm. but this one being Christ-centered, mm. this one really got me going. And mm. I thought, you know what, I must admit, that was the reason I went there, to go help other people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but we all have our own <laughs> ups and habits. Um, can you identify a- with that?
1: Absolutely. Uh, if I've discovered things that I've stored away even as a pastor, as a leader. Um, I've, I've, I've hidden those things away. And the Celebrate Recovery, you know, it just, it just brought it out in me. I had the confidence and I had the space, the, the anonymity and confidentiality and a, a safe place to start to unpack those little things in my life that I thought I'd dealt with many years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I see I have a better perspective now in even helping other people.
0: Yeah. You know, we're talking about Celebrate Recovery um, and perhaps some people are not quite aware of what mm-hmm. celebrate recovery is um, it 's uh, a support group with people with hurts hang ups and habits and addictions and uh, there's only about one third of the people joining the group statistically that actually are uh, moving away or living away and, and in a journey of uh, recovery from addiction. So it seems it is a program that is centered around Jesus Christ as the healer and the, the one that is making us whole. And it's making us whole from our own hurts and how we've hurt and harmed other people, our hang-ups, you know, maybe I'm angry or maybe I've got some habits that I want to get rid of. So That is what Celebrate Recovery is about. It's not about just addictions, but getting down to the root of our hang-ups and hurts and and those type of things. So, you know, you as a a pastor um, probably had quite a few conversations with with people that had possibly hurt hang-ups or habits. What has been your experience around that?
1: Well, I believe you know. Um, without Christ, nothing is going to change. Mm. Obviously, I'm biased from that perspective. And um, here's a program that is Christ-centered, and um, introducing it to to people uh, and telling them what it's all about is is uh, you know they kind of like take take to it, uh, instantaneously. Mm. And uh, many that I've spoken to have actually joined um um celebrate recovery and um they, they found it a great help. Mm. There are obviously those who have joined and realized they have to they have to work on themselves too. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 some of them unfortunately they continue the journey of running away. Mm. Not
0: dealing with the issues. Trevor? Thank you very much. What are some of the issues that you have come across from people that have come to speak to you and ask advice and so forth?
1: Oh, you know, what issues don't they have? <laughs> you know, we, have we have to come up with those ones that they don't, that people don't have. Mm. Yeah. It's such a, mm. a broad spectrum, you know, from, from, from our children. Who we don't even know have hangups, anxiety. Mm-hmm. We just hear that they under therapist, you know, and surprising to parents. But anything from our marriage, you know, um, um, and, and most of it stems from the child.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Probably, I would say eighty percent of of, of addiction or of the hangups, you know, um, comes from the childhood days. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. Uh-
2: Mm, absolutely, and of course, we talk now about the. the uh, there's a program online or a program that you can join. Celebrate Recovery, but if we talk about Christ-centered recovery, it doesn't mean you need to go to Celebrate Recovery. It's just a. Vi- it's a structured program of a year, um, where you can do. Uh, can attend on a Thursday night, uh, which is an open meeting where you just generally hear things about recovery. And then normally uh, people choose to be part of a step group like another evening. So it's two evenings then if you would like to do that. I'm just explaining to the listeners in Mm, case they haven't mm, heard this. mm. For about two, or could be a morning for that sake. Doesn't matter, depending on when when a group is available for two hours, where people walk through the twelve steps. Drake, maybe you just need to tell them a little bit about the twelve steps, and then we can continue with. If people don't want to do that, what with Christ Recovery? Uh, uh, uh. Um, Christ-centered recovery look like because mm. everybody doesn't always have um, access to a program like that.
0: Yeah, oh, thank you very much, Suki. I'd love yeah. to tell the folks a little mm. bit about that, and uh, also just go into conversation with with Trevor mm, with regards to that. Mm. Um, you know, we, we we all can be in uh, a recovery program, and. Um, Some people have called them secular programs, in other words, uh, programs where they talk about their higher power, and uh, those are the groups that are not necessarily Christ-centered, but as an individual embarking on a journey of recovery, we can be very sure who our higher power is, and that is Jesus Christ. And he's the one that is our healer. But let's take a break for a while, and um, we'll continue after the break. Welcome back, uh, listeners. It's good to have you with us continually. And uh, we were speaking uh, with Trevor, and uh, once again, good to have Trevor with us. And we were talking about uh, recovery groups and what some people call the secular, some people call them Christ-centered groups, and uh, some make a very clear distinction. Just a disti- moment,
2: Frederick. Not uh, there are two kinds of groups. Yeah. The, the Christ-centered groups, and you know, because the uh, the secular groups are not the Christ-centered groups, yeah. right? Yeah, that's mm. what
0: we are saying. Mm. So, um, so you know, the what some people call the secular groups, which I think actually are very spiritual, mm. but they talk there about the higher power, and they do not identify necessarily Jesus as the higher power. So a Christian can be involved in those groups like AA and Narcotics Anonymous, NA and Sex and Love Addiction. So there are a number of uh, groups that people can attend, anonymous groups, support groups. where they and can
2: learn a lot more about those specific addictions, yes. right? Yes. And I know yeah. often people are really scared to do that because mm. when they hear that word higher power goes... No, I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, but we yeah.
2: personally, Frederick and I both, and we know about many other people that really benefited from those groups, as Christians and even to be a light for Jesus in those groups.
0: And I think what those groups do, Suki, is um, they guide us through the twelve steps, mm. and and I think the twelve steps are not only applicable when you are fighting some addiction. Mm. But our habits, our hurts, our hang-ups, we can apply those 12 steps. Mm. And uh, I love the first step that says uh, I'm powerless over whatever I'm looking at and struggling Mm. with a habit, and I cannot change it on my own. Mm. And I need to surrender and Mm. accept that my life has become unmanageable mm. in that area of my life. And you know as as a Christ-centered recovery group we we bring scripture into it and then we we go to Romans 7:18 which says for i know that nothing good dwells in me. This is Paul speaking a very um, holy and set apart man that is in my in my flesh For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. So so Trevor, how has that been true uh, in your life? Well, you know, um, I think
1: we all need to get to a point of admitting that we, we, we live in our denials. Yeah. But now that prevent us from taking that first step, I believe, Frederick. Mm-hmm. You know? it's only when we come to realise that, that we need God. And as you would know, our le- our, our lesson format, uh, lesson one starts with denial and how yeah. to admit and see your denials in life. Mm-hmm. And uh, once once you get past that
0: mm-hmm. or
1: admit to that, we can actually then admit <laughs> we were then powerless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a there's a there's a big fight I think in your heart and in your in your in your thoughts uh, to to address your denials and then see um, what the first step is saying that we were actually powerless yeah. mm-hmm. in many yeah. of our denials. You know?
2: It's so true, uh, Trevor. I think so often as Christians we think, well, Jesus died for my sin and I'm okay. Mm. You know, I <laughs> I'm holy. Yes. He says I need to be holy. as He's holy. And it's really sometimes hard to see that that sin lives in us and it's crouching at our door, Mm, like like mm. the Bible also says in in another place. Um, But then fortunately, we know it doesn't end there. Mm. Because in Romans 8, it talks about the spirit-filled life. And this is why we have Christ-centered recovery. Because Mm. we know, because even step two of the steps says, um, we look at God to help us to turn away from our insanity because we keep on doing this stuff that we say we shouldn't be doing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: Mm.
0: Yes. So, Trevor, you are involved in uh, Celebrate Recovery. Uh, so, what do you see what makes Celebrate Recovery a Christ centered program?
1: The structure of, of the Cloud in this format, you know, as a Christ centered program, mm. it's actually designed to. To, to run in you know, a church format. So, you know, when people come through the celebrate recovery program, they just, they don't just live on the program. Mm. Some people perhaps, they just live on one program to the next. Yeah. But we, we assimilate them with the idea of assimilating them into, into, in quotes, normal life. Not yeah. driving them into church as itself. So they're not seeing uh, seen as somebody as, as being, oh, you know, we, we have this issue, so we separate. So, you know, we, we, we address that and we, and we plug them into a normal home cell. Mm. part of the worship team, you know, or whatever God is calling to do inside the church. Mm. So that's, I believe, is, is, is kind of like why it's Christ-centered or we focus on Christ-centered because we want to assimilate people mm. going to celebrate recovery and and assimilating them into the church. Mm. Because, like you said, Frederick, the statistics in church itself are horrific. Mm. Nobody wants, I think that, and I'm speaking respectfully here, that um, leaders in church, pastors, bishops, whatever, perhaps they are also in denial of mm. just being on in the dark in the church. And celebrate mm. recovery, we have statistics for that. You mm. Mm. And, and it just, just sad. And it is that way, mm-hmm. so it's been now going on everywhere. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. and Trevor, what I love about the steps and specifically, I mean the, the 12 steps, but also that we do in mm-hmm. Celebrate Recovery, the third step is say, I give my life and my will over to God. And that's a big step. And then with that, mm-hmm. the fourth one that says, I look at the things I do wrong. And I think that is so important because, like I said before, we are so inclined to say, I'm okay. But this program helps us to specifically look at the things that we keep doing, that we keep tripping over, that maybe cause our, our relationships to um, to harm one another or to harm someone else or to hurt someone else. And that's what we all have in our marriages, mm-hmm. our children, our relationship with our friends. And if we're not aware of that step four, what what causes me to keep tripping over that same thing again and again... It actually ruins my relationships, or it affects my relationships in a way, you know. And if I can turn away from those things, because step five says I get completely re- ready for God to rid me of these things, mm. so that is the reason why I love this program because it helps me to take responsibility and to look at my stuff and to ask the uh, the Lord Jesus to help me with that.
0: You know, Super yeah, so true. Yes, so Trevor?
1: Just copying on what you were saying, Suki, you know, I, I kind of like see uh, recovery and restoration as, 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 as the same thing, is going in the same direction, but they have kind of like slightly different tracks to in that. Recovery, addressing the hurts, the hang-ups, and the habits, hmm. and those are the things that block the good things in our life.
0: Exactly. And then the
1: restoration would be allowing all the good things back, to your life, mm. you know? Mm. both you mm. may I believe, active ingredients of, of our restoration mm. in starting mm. with recovery.
0: Absolutely. But mm. Aiming
1: at restoration.
0: Yeah, but Trevor, you know, we're speaking about Celebrate Recovery as a program, and it almost sounds as if it is separate from the church. So mm. one of the recommendations or requirements for Celebrate Recovery is that it is linked to a church <clears throat> but there are so few Celebrate recoveries that are linked to a church. Um, yeah. So that's super sad, you know. And um, we, we we wonder why is that? Um, so the, why is there not a safe space in many churches? And um, so this is also what Celebrate Recovery is doing. It's creating that safe space where people can share their hurts, hang-ups, and habits, And work through the 12 steps. And, you know, just talking about working through the 12 steps, we eventually want to get to step 12. And step 12 says, with its biblical comparison, it says we made a decision. No, we... um, Oh, um, sorry. I got I got a slip up. Step three says we made a decision to turn our lives and our worlds over to the care of God. That's what Sukhi shared with us. Yeah. And then Romans twelve one says, "Therefore, brothers, be merciful uh, by the mercies of God. I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual worship." And so this means that we are embarking on a journey to serve others. Um, how is it, Where is this true in your life?
1: Um, the first part of the question, uh, I think that, yes, it is a sad state of affairs where the church has found itself. Um, I could have been included in that. But, you know, we we're so oblivious to a lot of things when it comes to um, restoring people and, you know, we normally just pray for them and then we leave them. But we, we, we're oblivious about the journey, um, you know, and I think Celebrate Recovery just kind of highlights and helps us to put down a an approach where we can start at the beginning and work towards a desired goal, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even if you fall off the wagon, it's okay, come back again mm-hmm. and start mm-hmm.
0: again, mm-hmm. you know.
1: And that in itself is a huge, um, safe, Space for for, um, for for people to get their homes from behind the curtain in the dark and um, and out into a, something that's going to help them deal. With all those mm-hmm.
2: things. Ach, and of course, you know, we're talking now about. Celebrate recovery like that is the beginning and the end of all programs. But there are many Mm, Christ-centered recovery um, ways to look at that. And we do not want to say in any way that this is the only thing. And, uh, of course, any church or any program in a church that creates a safe space for people where they don't judge each other, they can be open about this and looking at giving their will over to God and ask Him to to guide them and to help them is a, is a good thing. We do not want um, people to think that we are just preaching celebrate yes. recovery here. Yeah? Yeah. But yeah, because absolutely. because Trevor is part of that, um, that's <laughs> why we were focusing on that. But uh, we do acknowledge that there are churches and pastors that, that are aware of these things.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Trevor, for sharing with us. You know, just something that um, I want to mention and almost like a cliffhanger, Uh, is that you're also a biker and you are very involved in the biking community. But Mm. we don't have time to talk about that today. Let's talk about Mm. that next week. Um, Thank you very, very much, Trevor, for being with us. And um, (laughs) uh, listeners, if you have perhaps missed this podcast or this broadcast, the podcasts are available on kpulpit.co.za forward slash podcasts forward slash into me see listen to the podcasts and send it along to your friends and um, please also answer and ask us questions or make remarks on frederick suki at kpulpit.co.za thank you very much for joining us and see you next week This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9am Please visit
2: kpulpit.co.za